The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day, and I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page, and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them, and we're going to fix them all in the same spot, and this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get texted by us and all of that. Just text me at the number, 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. This junk that you are holding onto in your head is the main thing blocking you from your next level. How is this? Because there is no space for anything new to get in while you continue to justify the junk that is still there. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Are you tired of feeling like a human science experiment with that cabinet full of supplements of junk you're taking every day and don't even know what it is? You can't even pronounce half the stuff you're putting in your body. I know you know what I'm talking about. So say hello to AG1. This is a supplement that I take besides protein and water. The only other thing I take, your one-stop shop for all things health and vitality. It's like having a team of superheroes in a single bottle ready to rescue you from nutrient deficiencies and boost your overall well-being. That sounds good, right? Let me tell you what AG1 is. It's the ultimate multitasker, delivering a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and other incredible ingredients all at once. It's like a nutrient-packed smoothie, but without the blender, without the mess, and without that questionable flavor combination that you had yesterday. With AG1, You'll get the nutrients you need without the taste bud turmoil. And any of you who's been taking a lot of stuff, you know what I'm talking about. But hold on, there's more. When you jump on the AG1 train today, you're going to get an epic offer. Here's the offer. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. That's the sunshine vitamin that keeps your immune system and bones in top shape. And that's not all. 
you're going to enjoy five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment, ensuring that you stay on top of your health game even while you're on the go. And all you got to do is take a scoop of this stuff or one travel pack, eight ounces of water and your shaker bottle, which AG1 will give to you. So this is the simplest, easiest way to get nutrients for your body every single day. You don't need a blender. You don't need ice. You don't have to try random combinations. None of that garbage. Say goodbye to all of that. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and join the AG1 party for a healthier, happier you. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to get rid of your junk. Yes, get rid of your junk. But before we get started, let me tell everybody, I send out a text message every single day, guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. Also send one out every week that does the same thing. I call these the daily motivation and the Monday motivation, respectively. You should be getting these texts. All you got to do to make sure that you do is text me at my number, 305-384-6894. And when those messages come out, you as a member of my text community have the option of receiving them. But you got to join my text community. It's free of charge to join. Just send me a text at that number that I just gave you. is listed down below in the description of this episode. Secondly, something else is down in that description is a link to work on your game university. That is the only place that I do any coaching. It's the only place where you can work with me directly. It's the only place where I can look into what you have going on in your personal world, in your professional world. We can build a relationship and I can help you take yourself from where you're at to where you want to be a lot faster than you would get there doing everything on your own. If that sounds like what you are looking for right now, what you know you need in your life right now, then you need to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That link is down below in the description to this episode, and we'll take it from there. Again, that's workonyourgameuniversity.com. All that out the way, let's get into today's topic, which is how to get rid of your junk. Now, definition of junk, because we got to get clear on what junk is before you know what to get rid of. Definition of junk, folks, is old or discarded articles that are considered useless or of little value. That's what junk is. Trash, we're familiar with. But everyone here understands the concept of trash. I haven't talked about trash in the definition I would use it here. I've mentioned the word trash a few times, but not in the way that I'm talking about here. Trash we know needs to go, right? We usually take out the trash, right? We put the trash in the trash can. We put it out on the curb for the, the garbage men to come get. We put it in the dumpster. All right, usually when things are trash, we've already decided that they need to go. Again, we leave trash to get discarded and taken away. Junk is different from trash. Because your junk can be things that we, for whatever reason, we refuse to get rid of and allow to take up space in our lives. So you may be rationalizing the existence of junk. We usually don't rationalize the existence of trash. For example, there was a message that got sent out, a broadcast got sent out in my building the other day, yeah, maybe four or five days ago. And they were saying, well, uh, tomorrow we're going to be doing a deep cleaning of the 
a trash chutes in the building because I live in a high rise building. So what we do with our trash is there's a trash room on every floor of the building where you put your trash bags inside the chute and the chute dumps all the trash down into a big dumpster down at the ground floor. And they said we're doing a deep cleaning of the trash chutes for the whole day. So we're asking everyone to not take your trash to the trash room on this particular day. Just hold it in your unit and then take it out the next day. And that was a laughable request. They shouldn't have did that because, first of all, nobody's going to do that. If you got trash, was just hold the trash in my house for an extra day? Hell no. As much as we paid to live here, I'm taking it to the trash room. I'll throw it in there and let your maintenance people come get the trash out of the trash room. If I can't put it in the chute, then I'll just leave it next to the chute. But I ain't leaving trash in my damn house. Again, a ridiculous request. I ain't going to get in talking about management here. But that was the request that they made. The whole point being, I'm bringing that up to say this. When we know something is trash, we know we got to get rid of it. The challenge for many of us is that we have a lot of junk that we have not labeled as trash. Therefore, we're holding on to it. And that junk is getting in our way. That's what we're going to talk about here today. Point number one. Topic, once again, is how to get rid of your junk. Again, what is junk? My definition. Junk is something that you no longer want, no longer need, and no longer have serving a purpose for you. But it's still there. That's junk. You don't need it. You don't want it. It's not serving a purpose, but it's still taking up space. That's junk. So any of you got anything you would consider to be junk in your house? When I was in college, I had a whole lot of junk in my apartment. There was so much junk in my apartment. I remember I would just, every time I got some papers or something from a class or a test or something like that, I would just throw it in my closet on the floor in the closet in my apartment, off-campus apartment. And by the end of the school year, I just had this whole big pile of junk. I never got rid of. I had never organized and I couldn't have found anything that I needed. And I probably didn't need it because if I needed it, it probably wouldn't have ended up in that pile in the first place. I remember one of my best friends to this day, she had a a very junky car. Now, my car was never junky. I was never a person to use my car as a closet, but I knew people who did. And one of my friends, she would use her car as a closet. So she had all this junk in her car. And I remember one day she paid me to clean up her car. (laughs) So I just went in her car. She had all this junk, these, all these papers from classes. So she would just dump them in her car, whereas I would dump them in my apartment. Same thing, just in different places. And she just had all this junk in there. We had to get rid of it and get rid of all the junk and basically just throw it all in the trash. So that's all it was, is a car full of junk. Any of you remember the TV show on MTV called Pimp My Ride with Exhibit, the rapper? And he would go find somebody who had a, I guess it got submitted to the show, that they had this beat up junky car. And he would go and he would look at their beat up junkie car and it would just be these terrible looking cars with all this stuff in it. And then he would basically get their car refurbished and they would have this very nice car with no new, uh, put TVs in it. They put a sound system in it, just be this pimped out. Even if the car itself was overall probably a piece of junk that needed to be replaced. But the whole point was they need to find the junkiest car to make the TV show for entertainment purposes. I remember one time I was watching that show, Pimp My Ride. This had to be about 15 years ago. And somebody's car was so junky that this person had a mouse in the car. They had a rat in living in the car. That's how junky the car was. So imagine how junky a car has to be for a rat to be living inside of it. The whole point is, this is what junk is. Stuff that we don't need, don't want, is not serving a purpose, but we still have it there. It's not get, being gotten rid of and disposed of like trash would. So once you know that you no longer need or want something, folks, and it's still taking up space, whether that space be physical, mental, spiritual, or emotional, It officially becomes junk. And unless you want to become a hoarder, and again, there's another TV show, the TV show Hoarders. This is probably the best example of this. And that TV show was very popular. I never really watched it, but I knew about it because that's how popular the show was. 
And those of you who don't know what the show Hoarders was, it was people who usually were living in a house and had been living in a house for many years. And they had just held on to stuff and they never wanted to throw anything away. And they just had a whole house full of junk to the point that it was like, like it was an environmental risk to them, to other people who may come in the house because they had so much junk in the house. They just didn't want to get rid of anything to the point that it was almost like they had a psychological issue. This was not a just clean up your house issue. This is a psychological issue that these people had. And they would need psychiatrists to come help these people to have the people allow others to come in and get the junk out of the house because maybe their kids or their loved ones or their neighbors or the cops, local authorities will come around and say, all right, we have to do something about this junk you have in your house because it's causing problems. And Hoarders was probably the best example of this, of people just holding on to junk. And again, it's junk because they didn't need it. They didn't want it. And it was not actually serving a purpose, but they refused to get rid of it. That's what any of you is doing when you have junk in your life. Okay. And that's what we're talking about here. And unless you want to become a hoarder and be on that TV show, which I don't think is running anymore, you got to ruthlessly get rid of junk. And we'll talk more about the ruthless part in the second point of today's class. But here, let's just get clear on what junk itself is. So look around in your home. Let's just start with your home and ask yourself, what is no longer serving a purpose? What is no longer serving a purpose, but is taking up real estate? Look around in your mind and ask yourself the same question. What ideas are no longer serving a purpose, but is taking up space in my mind? That one is harder to do than the, the physical. The physical one, you can see, all right, this is not serving a purpose, but it's still here. All right, I probably should get rid of this. That's much easier than getting rid of your mental junk, because many of us have a ton of mental junk that we don't get rid of because we can very easily come up with rationalizations for why we need to hold on to certain ideas, even though those ideas are not, again, producing anything useful. Look back on your life. Ask yourself the same question. All of us have junk in our lives. All of us have junk. When you have no junk, what you have is complete peace. You'd be like one of those monks that live up in the mountains and you meditate for 10 hours a day. Anybody who has no junk. So most of you don't do that because here you are on a smartphone listening to a podcast. You have some junk, guaranteed. So those of us who are in the daily hustle and bustle, we all have a lot of junk in our minds and a lot of junk in our lives. Our job then is to start consciously identifying the junk and then turning that junk into trash. Because once we identify some junk as trash, what do we do with trash? Well, we all know what we do with trash. We get rid of it. See, trash we get rid of. Junk we hold on to. That's the difference. So for some of you, a lot of your junk can be physical. This tends to happen, again, with people who live in one physical space for many years or decades. You're a person who moves around a lot. I moved from in the last... 15 years, I've lived in like 10 different places, all within a very small range, but I've lived in like 10 different places. So when you move so much, usually you end up throwing a lot of stuff away because when you're moving, you're like, all right, I don't need this. You just start condensing things. But people who live in the same place, any of you listen to this who's been living in the same home for 20 years plus, I would bet that many of you, not all of you, but many of you got a lot of junk in the house that you just haven't gotten rid of because it's been sitting there for so long and you just got comfortable with it. And you rationalize the existence of that junk. You got to get rid of that junk, folks. How's it go? For others, again, those of you who maybe move around a lot or you never lived in one place for a very long time, especially you entrepreneurs, especially those of you who use the internet a lot. A lot of your junk is not physical, it's mental. You got a lot of junk in your head. Ideas and beliefs that don't serve you. Ideas and beliefs that have been proven not to work in your situation, yet you keep holding on to them. They are junk and they need to be looked at as trash. 
The junk is the main thing holding you back and keeping you from getting to your next level because there is no space for anything new to get in while you continue to justify the junk. Let me repeat what I just said. This junk that you are holding onto in your head is the main thing blocking you from your next level. How is this? Because there is no space for anything new to get in while you continue to justify the junk that is still there. There is no space for the new stuff. Therefore, it keeps getting rejected because you're holding on to the junk. Your unwillingness to let go of the junk is the very thing getting in the way of your success. Now that you understand that, let's talk about how to get rid of the junk. You know what is the biggest thing that separates the high level performers from everyone else out there? It is not talent. It is not hard work. It is not resources. It is not knowledge. It is not skill. It is the fact that they have a process and a strategy for how to show up and give their best effort, even on the days when they don't feel like being at work. Has any of you ever had one of those days? Is any of you having one of those days right now? That day is called the third day. We put a label on it and we describe exactly what it is in my new book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. In this book, I will not only describe to you what the third day is, but I will help you create a formula for yourself for you to show up and give your best effort, even on those days when you don't even feel like going to work. In that book, you're going to become a professional and no longer be an amateur. I'll give you a free copy of it. As a matter of fact, all you have to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, thirddaybook.com. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to get rid of your junk. Now that we're clear on what junk is, let's get into point number two. The six-month rule and the 80-20 principle. We're going to use both of these together. 80-20 principle, you heard me talk about a lot here. We talk about it all the time, so you should be able to recite what it is. We're going to talk about it again today. And now I'm going to introduce the six-month rule. When it comes to physical items, this is something that I've heard people say, and I agree with this one. Anything you see around your home that you have not touched or thought about or needed for six months or more is junk. Anything in your home, you have not touched it or thought about it or needed it for six months plus, it is officially junk. Which means you need to get rid of it, sell it, donate it to Goodwill, throw it in the garbage, but one way or another, get it out of there. Get rid of it. One way or another, it has to go. Any of you who's familiar with the concept of feng shui knows that holding on to items in your house, it could be classified as junk. It's a spiritual blockage, right? And it's not my area of expertise, but this is what a generally directionally what feng shui is about getting the spiritual blockages out of your way which include the physical items that you won't get rid of get them out of there they're in the way and there are other people who talk about this but what's her name i think marie kondo is her name and she talks about decluttering your home and how you want to have open lines and there are books and there are whole industries around this with people talking about this stuff how you want to have open lines in your home like if you open the front door of your home there shouldn't be anything blocking the sight line from your open door to a window or something like that. And there's a whole industry around this stuff that, again, is not my area of expertise. The whole point is one of the main things that these people talk about, they're often women, but it's some men in the space as well, is getting the junk out of the way, the physical junk, literally the physical junk, get it out of there if you don't need it. And the challenge for many of us is that we don't get rid of our physical junk because we have some sentimental value that we put on stuff that we haven't touched in six months or six years just because, oh, one day I might need it. That's some bullshit reasoning, bullshit rationalization for holding on to stuff. And again, this is how stuff becomes junk. This is how you become a hoarder, folks. <laughs> you don't be a hoarder out here. <laughs> Have you ever seen a TV show, Hoarders? 
this, you understand why I'm laughing because it's almost silly. All right, you're holding on to this stuff, and again, it becomes a psychological disease. This is not just you holding on to junk; it's a disease. All right, so you got to get that junk out of there. All right, you can read books on this subject. That's not my area of expertise. You can even hire consultants who will come to your house, and they will help you throw the junk away that you don't want to consider junk, and they will help you get out of your bullshit rationalizations and throw your junk in the trash for you if you can't do it for yourself. All right, the 80-20 principle to go along with this tells us that 80% of our results come from 20% of our inputs, right? Which means a bunch of stuff that we're holding on to, whether habits, ideas, things, 80% of them ain't doing nothing for us. They're doing a whole lot of nothing, but they're taking up all the space. So we need to identify this 80%, now known as junk for today's episode, Convert that junk mentally from junk to trash. Because see, if you see, if you believe you had trash in your home, you would get rid of it. But see, if somebody calls it junk, so you may push back and say, well, it's not junk. This is my hat from high school. And I remember when I went on a, a date when I was wearing this hat and I want to hold on to it. It's junk. All right. You got to get rid of that stuff. A lot of things we hold on to because we, again, rationalize that one day we may need it or want to use it or because we have some value that we put on it because of some experience we went through when we had it. And I'm not questioning whether that's true, but these beliefs are the very things that are creating blockages in your lives. And see, you can't move on to the new thing until you get rid of the old thing. And there are some things in life like we just talked about in yesterday's episode, where it's an old thing, we should hold on to it, but there are some old things we got to get rid of. And you have to make clear what the line is between those two. And the line can't be a line that allows you to conveniently hold on to all your old stuff, because that way there's no room for any new stuff. So the only way that will be okay is if you're okay staying exactly where you are in life. If your goal is to move ahead and you want to go levels and levels and levels above where you are right now in life, that means you must draw a line that requires you to get rid of some things that are old in your life. If your line says, I'm going to keep everything that I have, that means you're not creating any new space. Therefore, there's no way that you can move up. It's impossible. Again, this is how our own logic and our own rationalization is the very thing that is getting in our way. I told you about this when I told you about the mental blockages that are in your mind right now. We just talked about this a few episodes ago. Let me see if I can pull that. And I think from when I'm recording this episode, it has already come out. I'm just trying to find it. So if I can remember what the episode was actually about, then I'll be able to tell you. It was episode number 2724, How to Clear Dead Weight. How to Clear Dead Weight was, let's see, where are we on here today? About three weeks ago, episode 2724. And the most pernicious dead weight, the most infectious dead weight that any of us holds on to is all mental junk, mental crap, things that we're holding on to in our minds, things that are not actually real. They are not tangible, but we're holding on to them in our minds and we refuse to let them go. That dead weight until we clear that out is going to keep blocking anything new from coming in. You got to get these blockages out the way. All right. These beliefs that we have to hold on to this thing. I got to hold on to this idea. I got to hold on to this way of thinking. I got to hold on to this uh, habit. I got to hold on to these old shoes. I got to hold on to these old clothes that don't fit me anymore. All these things you're holding on to are the blockages that are blocking your future success. Because your future success doesn't have a seat at the table because you got this junk still taking up space. You got to get rid of the junk, folks. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves and they work hard every single day, yet they never reach their goals? You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens. Is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is, who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset, 
and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation, which addresses this first question. Who do I need to be? And when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes that you have in what you want to have. If that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process, and let me let you know, it is the missing link in your process. Go to mirrorofmotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping, and I'm going to give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do, and then you're going to have what you want to have in your life. Mirrorofmotivation.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to get rid of your junk. Number three, you need vacuums. What's a vacuum? The universe, as the saying goes, the universe abhors a vacuum. I'm going to get you a definition of the word vacuum so y'all understand this. I'm not talking about a vacuum like a vacuum cleaner, like the things to clean, the, clean your carpets. A vacuum is defined as a space entirely devoid of matter. What does that mean? That means you need to create some emptiness in you and in your life and even in your physical spaces. Because that emptiness now is eligible to be filled by something new that you want to bring into your life. Many of you have new things that you want to bring into your life, a new amount of money, a new lifestyle, new people, new habits, new ideas and new outcomes. The reason why you've been unable to bring these new things into your life is because old things are blocking their entrance. And until you create the empty space, i.e. the vacuum that lets the new things know that there's room for you here, those new things will continue to avoid you and stay away. So any of you wondering why you're doing all this hard work, why you're believing in yourself, why you're a good person, you have goals and ideas and plans and things you want to achieve, yet you have not been able to achieve it. One of the main reasons may be there is no space for the new thing. There's no space for it. You have not created the vacuum yet. And this is the reason why you're blocked. This is the reason why you're stuck. When you create an empty space in your life in any way, the universe will work urgently and immediately to fill that space with something new. Again, this is why I told you the universe abhors a vacuum. The universe is not like when there's an empty space in any area, whether in the mind or the physical space. So as soon as you create empty space, the universe will fill it with something else. But you can't bring in the new until you get rid of the old. Everybody got it? So what do you got to get rid of? That's the question you got to ask yourself. Nobody can answer this for you. You must answer this. The challenge for most people is that there's no empty space. So the things you want to come in can't come in because there's no room. No seat at the table so they can't sit down. So let's say you run a client-based business. Any of you who's in client-based work, you're a therapist, you're a personal trainer, you're in uh, finance, you're in coaching, you're, you run a mortgage business, you're an accountant, any type of client-based business. And let's say your capacity is you handle 10 clients at a time. You got 10 clients, you're good. That's the most you want to have at once. Client number 11, you turn them away. And right now you have 10 clients. You have your 10 clients. But the problem is you're not making the kind of money you want to make, even though you're at your full capacity. You want to make five times more money from your clientele than you're making right now. So let's say you're making 50 grand right now. You want to make 250 grand, but you still want to only have 10 clients because you don't want to have 50 clients to make 250 grand. You don't think you'll be able to do that. You want to have 10 clients, but you just want to make five times more money. Is this possible? Absolutely. How do you do it? I'll tell you. One thing you can do 
is go to all your 10 clients that you have right now and tell them, hey, I'm raising your fees by five times. So whatever you're paying me now, we're going to multiply that by five. All right. And if they all say yes, then boom, there's your five times income done. That easy. Now, that probably is not going to happen because most of them will probably renege at this. And either they will persuade you to keep them at the same rate that they're at or they'll leave. They'll say, all right, if you won't keep me at the same rate, I'll just have to go find somebody else. Or maybe you can refer them to somebody else. And let's say that happens. So a bunch of your clients leave or they want to stay at the same rate. Now, if you are serious about 5 xing your income, despite this outcome, that none of your current clients said, okay, that you can 5 x my rates. They either, let's just say they left. You are forcing them to make a decision, which is actually what you want because when they either pay the five times rate or they leave, now every client that you have is going to be at that five times rate. See that? So even if only two of them stay and they both stay at the five times rate, okay, now you're, all of your clients, 100% of your clientele is at that five times rate that you wanted. So now what does that mean for the next person who comes in? They're probably going to be at the five times rate because you just proved to yourself that you can have a client at the five times rate. So why not just focus on them? See, the ones who leave, now their exit creates the space in your business for you to bring in the clients who will start at the five times level that you want because they have no anchor to that 20% of the ideal number price that you had before. They're not even anchored by that because they don't even know about that. All they know about is you at this five times level. Like they don't know about any other level you've ever been at because that's all they know is what you presented to them. See, this is all rational and logical, right? It makes perfect sense, right? Everybody agree that this makes sense? Of course it makes sense. But the challenge is not rational or logical. The real challenge to doing this is not rational nor logical. Because if it was, then a lot of people would already be doing this and I wouldn't need to talk about it, at least not the way that I'm talking about it. reason that this is a challenge is because it's an emotional challenge, not a logical one. See, you can't get to the new level that you want to get to. I'm talking to everybody now. Because you're holding on to habits that got you to the old level. The habits that got you to level three are not the same habits that'll get you to level seven. See, if you want a new person in your life, whether that's you want a new staff member, you want a new significant other, you want a new boss, well, the first thing you gotta do is dump the old one. You're not gonna find the right new staff member until you get rid of the old staff member. You're not gonna find the right partner until you get rid of the old partner. And you're not gonna find the right boss until you get rid of the old boss or get rid of yourself so now they're no longer your boss. There are many situations in life in which you cannot hold on to the thing up to the moment that you grasp onto the new thing. You can't hold on to the old thing until you grasp onto the new thing. There are many areas in life where you cannot do that. Even though it sounds reasonable, it sounds like the, the safe and secure and rational thing to do. Well, here's the thing. You want to be free to do what you want to do? Then you got to give up a little bit of that safety and security. You got to give up some of that. And the more free you want to be, the more of it you got to sacrifice. You cannot hold on to the old thing up until the very minute that you grasp the new thing. And then you say, all right, I got the new thing. I'll let go to the old thing. It doesn't work that way. I wish it did, but it doesn't. In some areas of life, folks, you must completely dump the old thing and have nothing for a while. Basically, you want to be a man or a woman without a country. Also, this is also known as the void, which I talked about in episode number 2733. And that was maybe about two weeks from today, almost exactly two weeks from today. That's the void. The void is that space that you exist in when you left the old thing, so you're no longer part of that group, but you haven't quite made it to the new thing, so you're not part of that group either, so you're in no man's land. Let's just call it the void, that empty space. So 
that space for that new thing to find its way into your world, you must create it by being willing to be in the void. If you're not willing to be in the void, then that new thing, it will never see you as eligible. So it's not even going to come around you. So it's not that it's avoiding you, but it's just, it's not coming to you simply because you don't have any space. You can see you don't have any space. So why would it be interested? All right. And that's the thing. It's kind of like if you're in a a client-based business here and you're working in finance and you only want to serve clients who have at least half a million dollars to play with. You're looking around, you see people who have 50,000, 80,000, 100,000. You're not even interested in talking to them because they simply don't have what you're looking for. So it's not that you're avoiding those people. It's just that they're not what you're looking for. It's the same thing when your new level that you want to get to is looking at you. If you're still holding on to the old thing, it says, okay, this person's not ready. This person's not ready to move to the new level. So I'm not going to go over there because they're still holding on to the old thing. They're still holding on to their old habits. They're still holding on to these old behaviors and ideas. Well, obviously they're not ready for me, so I'm not even going to go around it. That's what's happening. Everybody understand this? And this is the void. And until you get out of the void, you're going to be stuck in the same place. Let's recap today's class, which is how to get rid of your junk. Definition of junk is older or discarded articles that are considered useless or of little value. Junk is not to be confused with trash. Trash are things that we know need to go. Junk are things that we don't know need to go. We haven't decided need to go, but they're not actually doing anything. Point number one, junk is something you no longer want, need, or have serving a purpose, but you are still holding on to it. Many people have a lot of mental junk, not just physical junk. Physical junk makes you a hoarder. Mental junk makes you a basically an average everyday person. There's a lot of average everyday people with a bunch of mental junk, and they don't even realize that they have mental junk, and that's the very thing that is getting in their way. You got to clear your mind with the way that you're thinking about stuff and dump that mental dead weight that is in your way. Point number two, six-month rule and 80-20 principle. Anything you see around your house that you have not touched or thought about or needed for six months or more, it is officially junk. Get rid of it, throw it in the trash. Sell it, donate it, put it in the garbage. But one way or another, get it out of there. Any of you who's familiar with Feng Shui and this whole industry, and Marie Kondo talks about this as well. Holding on to items in your house that should be classified as junk, that is blocking you spiritually. It is blocking your spiritual blessings. Why? Because there's no space for anything new to come in. Blessings can't find you. They have no elbow room. So again, read books on the subject, not my area of expertise, but I do believe directionally in the concept. 80-20 principle says 80% of our results come from 20% of our inputs, which means we're holding on to a bunch of stuff, 80% of our inputs that are doing a whole lot of nothing for us. So our job is to identify the 80%, that 80% inputs, that is, that is classified as junk, convert that junk into trash, and dump it in a dumpster. This is a difficult thing to do because it's an emotional challenge. It's not a physical nor an intellectual challenge. Same way with your physical junk. If you don't create that space enough and you can come in, they are blocking the next things you want to receive. And number three, vacuums. The universe abhors, abhors a vacuum. When you create empty space in your life, the universe will work urgently and immediately to fill that space with something else. The challenge for most people is you don't have any empty space in your life. So the things that you want to come into your world have no space through which to come in because you have not made any space available. So let's say you run a client-based business and you can handle a maximum of 10 clients at a time. Right now you got 10 clients, but you want to make five times more money. Well, something got to give. Something has to change. And some people are going to have to go probably in that process. If you want a new person in your life, you got to get rid of the old people. So you got to be willing to exist in the void where you're not still at the old place, but you haven't quite yet gotten to the new place yet, you got to be willing to exist in the void for long enough for the new thing to come and find you. Many people are so emotionally afraid of that and mentally uncomfortable with it that they never live in the void for long enough to get to the new thing. That's the reason why most people don't advance and change. 
despite their potential, despite their abilities, despite their desires. Just don't let it be you. All that said, text me so you're in my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. Send out daily motivation every day, Monday motivation every week. Work on your game, university.com. Link down below in the description. Only place to work with me, have me as your personal coach and deal with me directly in our four-part framework and work on your game, university, mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. That's work on your game, university.com, by the way. Work on your game. Dre, all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me, 305-384-6894. Are you tired of risking your health with every sip of water that you take? And you are doing that if you're drinking tap water or plastic bottle water. So don't worry about any of that anymore because we got the perfect solution for you. Introducing AquaTrue, the ultimate water filter that guarantees you clean, filtered water every single time. Gone are the days of worrying about contaminants in your tap water because AquaTrue has your back. With its advanced filtration technology, it removes 99% of over a thousand contaminants. We're talking lead, mercury, even microplastics. Not only does AquaTrue keep you hydrated, but it also ensures that you stay healthy. Why drink water that could potentially harm your body when you can have peace of mind knowing that every drop you consume is pure and clean? So this fantastic feature that AquaTrue has is its sleek and compact design. Unlike those bulky and unattractive water filters, AquaTrue fits perfectly in any kitchen, saving you precious countertop space. So who says staying healthy can't be stylish? But hold on, let's address one more thing if we had to dig deep. Some users have noted that AquaTrue requires periodic filter replacements, but honestly, is that really a big deal when you consider the multitude of benefits it provides? I don't think so. So why wait? Take control of your water quality today and experience the wonders of AquaTrue. Not only will you be sipping on refreshing and clean water, but you'll also be safeguarding your health and the health of your family with every glorious gulp. Don't miss out on this life-changing opportunity. Order your AquaTrue now at workwhenyourgame.com slash AT for AquaTrue. Workwhenyourgame.com slash AT and drink confidently. AquaTrue cannot prevent you from becoming the superhero you've always dreamed of being, but it can keep your water superhero level clean. Again, that's workwhenyourgame.com slash AT. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier, or go to sleep later. No, it is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to, but dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why higher level performers always invest in coaching. The best way you can do that from here is to go to work on your game, university.com. That is the only place I offer coaching, the only place I work with anyone directly. If you just go to work on your game, university.com, you can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's work on your game, university.com.